0: or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
2: Jetpacks are overrated. Welcome to another Jetpacks are overrated. I'm Seamus Byrne. This week we are talking Sonos and specifically the new Sonos Roam device that's coming out Very soon, it adds into the the portable market that they started exploring a couple of years ago with the Sonos Move. And then this one sits right in the heart of that Bluetooth speaker market, the kind of small, easy, portable one you can just throw in your bag and take anywhere with you. So I'm speaking to the Director of Global Product Marketing at Sonos, Ryan Richards. Uh, and he is a crazy audio nerd. Uh, When we synced up, I noticed he had banks and banks of old-school synthesizers uh, lined up behind him in his home, Uh, so that's always nice when you know you're going to be talking to someone who's that into their audio. Uh, But we kick things off by talking about where they see uh, the Sonos Rome sitting in the market because it's so uh, right in the, the middle of that Bluetooth speaker space and the challenge of entering what is such a competitive market, but also uh, using that as a potential way to introduce a lot of new people to Sonos who probably have never explored it before. So uh, here we go. We just jump in with Ryan giving us a bit of background on this whole conversation.
1: Really thrilled to be launching Rogue because, as you kind of pointed out, uh, it really uh, is enters a new category for us. Um, it's our smallest speaker. It's our most uh, accessible in terms of price. Um, it's, also, uh, it's also our smartest speaker. It has uh, it really leverages you know, the last 10 years of speaker development. There are some, you know, there's some, some features in Rome that we uh, debuted even with the play three many, many moons ago um, to uh, all new experiences like SoundSwap and uh, Bluetooth Wi-Fi coexistence and all the cool things you saw um, in the presentation. So uh, anyway, this is your time. We're happy to answer any questions you have about Rome or anything about Sonos in general, uh, frankly. So the, the floor is yours.
2: Awesome. Um, I'd love sort of your thoughts because I think a lot of people, you know, they don't quite grasp, I guess, the amount of work that goes into these sorts of product developments. So you know, is your sense of the timeline on how you get to a product like this, especially when it's something that's an entirely new design. It's not just sort of, you know, iterating on, you know, one of the other home speakers, it's a whole new thing. So, you know, like, was this already in motion, you know, before Move launched or around the same time? Did it start, like, is there any sense of that time scale to get to finally putting a product like this into the market?
1: Yeah, so it does, so it does take us um, a couple of years to to make every, every new product as you, as you rightly guess, um, you know, everything about Rome is built from the ground up by our engineering team. Yeah, um, from the design to the actual speaker drivers themselves, everything is custom built to deliver the sound and uh, product experience of that particular speaker. So, uh, the short answer to your question is yes. Like we had a pretty good idea. Um, maybe not what it would look like, or exactly what shape it would be, but we had a good idea we were going to make a smaller speaker like Rome um, when when we uh, released Move before before we released Move. So yeah, it does it does. Uh, we do spend quite a bit of time on these.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, in that sort of sense, then yeah. You know, and it was kind of nice that in the presentation, you obviously they touched on the fact that we've all had a very strange year. Um, you know how. When you're talking about trying to build something that's such a physical product, you know, the impacts of then dealing with needing to, you know, sort of separate out or, you know, all the different things that have you know, everyone's dealt with. Does that mean that, you know, was this kind of delayed in any sense as well or, you know, or the fact that it's kind of coming out at a spring-summer sort of timing heading for that North American and European market, is it ultimately still landing at the right time for for Sonos?
1: Yeah, uh, I think we're very happy with with where it's landing. Um, uh, as, as we were saying before, um, it's, it's very difficult to innovate and make new products like this. It's even more difficult um, to innovate on a fixed cadence because innovation takes time. It's, there's a lot of trial and error. There's a lot of discovery. So, um, so yeah, it can be very difficult to land exactly as we want to, but we're really happy uh, with where Rome has landed, I think it's, um, you know, as you say, it's in a lot of the world, it's going into spring and summer. Um, also, especially there's a lot of, you know, winter COVID fatigue, especially in North America and Europe. And uh, people want to go outside, they want to go places, even if it's with, you know, it's probably not with a lot of people. Um, but but still, there's, there's, there's a lot of things that, that people can and are doing now. So I, we think Rome is a perfect companion for that.
2: I mean that's a, that's an interesting point of its own there. Have you, you know, have you seen more people, you know, discovering Sonos over the last year um given that people are, you know, there's been lots of stories of people, you know, upgrading their TVs, kind of doing lots of those set the household up nicely thing. Has it been a um, you know, a, a benefit, well not a benefit, that's the horrible word. Um but you know, has it has it been seen at Sonos to have triggered more people deciding to explore what you have to offer?
1: Yeah, I think through through the entire kind of media landscape, we've seen a shift to entertainment at home Um, do. And we think actually that this uh, is a, is a trend that was accelerated by the pandemic, but we already saw it happening beforehand. And in fact, our corporate strategy and our product development strategy had already been aligned to capitalize on that trend. So we didn't really, we didn't change anything we were doing um, for, for the pandemic. It, um, uh, these trends were already things that were existing and we were already um, lining up our product format to, to match to them. So, but, but yes, um, with people spending more time at home, taking time, kitting out their home across all sorts of dimensions, whether it's furniture or uh, uh, redesign or, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of industries that are, that are related to the home, and home living that, that have uh, seen um, a big uptake because of the changes, but we definitely build our product roadmap for the long term. Uh, you know, our our products live in the market for many years, and so so regardless of the particular moment we find ourselves in, we think Rome is a really uh, is, a, is a great addition to the portfolio. Not only does it open us up to a new type of customer, a customer that's looking for Something at a lower price point, some customer that's looking for something smaller and more compact. But it's also um, equally as much something our own current customers have been asking us for. They want the Sonos sound experience, they want our ease of use and all the things we bring to sound, but they want it in something they can throw in their bag or throw in their purse. And Rome is exactly that.
2: Yeah. Um, So, you know, let's talk a bit more about that. The fact that it it is the most competitive market out there sort of today uh, in this sort of audio space, I guess, apart from maybe, you know, headphones themselves. Um, It's like, you know, Move kind of clearly set itself apart in a way. It was a, you know, big, serious unit, sort of really quite different. This sits right alongside so many of the other, you know, Bluetooth speaker markets. So, you know, what felt right about doing it now and how are you going to show off that difference about what, the wider, you know, Sonos offering is? So,
1: um, so first of all, I would say that, that Rome is, it is a a no compromise Bluetooth speaker all on its own. So, and then on top of that, you layer the entire Sonos experience. Um, you know, I like to tell people that any Bluetooth speaker, um, you buy it, it works, you know, most of them work great. Um, uh, they're easy enough to use, but that's kind of a dead end and it's all it's ever going to be. And what Rome is, is not only is it going to be a great Bluetooth speaker, but it's a gateway to a larger system and a larger relationship with sound that you can take with you, but you can also outfit your home with. Um, and it can grow with you uh, uh, as you as you as you like, really. Um, there are some really unique features that we think are going to set it apart though. And I'm sure some of them were. You probably remember from the presentation. Uh, there's uh, automatic true play tuning. So this is the uh, 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 the same technology that we introduced with the Move, now enhanced. So when we first launched it with Move, it only worked on Wi-Fi. Now for Rome and also with a software update on Move, uh, automatic true play will work everywhere. So uh, so the speaker is always tuning itself. Uh, so, you get the best sound experience. It's also dual orientation. So, this is a, so it actually has two sound profiles. When you uh, sit up vertically, it's a more directional focus sound. And then if you flip it horizontally, it's a wider sound stage, say for like a larger group of people. Um, so, we think uh, features like that, even within the Bluetooth space, the type of competitive are really going to set it apart. And then on top of that, you add it's part of Sonos. It's part of the system. You can buy a Sonos soundbar and pair it with that, and then you know, take your TV sound all over your home and, and so many more things.
0: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
2: Or here's a a weird question that just leaps to mind. Could you have... Rome's running as rear channels or is it, is that just a bit too weird? <laughs> it's, I don't, I don't think it's too
1: weird. It's something that we haven't, um, that we haven't, uh, explored yet. But one of the great things about, about Sonos is that we are, you know, we're able to add new functionality and, and, and update our products over time. And you see that, um, with even the innovations we're bringing to Rome some of them we're bringing back to move for example the to automatic true play yeah so you know we'll get rome out there we'll learn how people want to use it and and you know we're always looking at new features that we can add via software like that
2: yeah look you know i'm a long time user and i do absolutely remember the thing that hooked me was when the s5s at the time uh, were given the ability to pair into a sort of a stereo setup. And it was just that kind of thing where you realize here's something that people had owned for a while. It wasn't necessarily anything they would have expected, but getting that kind of a software update showed such a great commitment to people being able to just say the thing I own is going to keep getting better not I'm going to be encouraged to go and buy some other thing to make it work you know and I think ever since then it's always been sort of a great part of that story of seeing how genuine new features get thrown at these things over time so you're right even as I asked that I'm like well yeah maybe not now but who knows maybe (laughs) maybe sometime later it just works and and that's kind of a nice step forward. The tricky question about, I guess, that idea of trying to show it off is like, do you have plans on how you're going to be able to encourage, you know, retailers to show this off to to help kind of show that it's like it might look a lot like other Bluetooth speakers, but that it has so much more going on? You know, sometimes there's, you know, I know sort of here in Australia, we've had, you know, concept stores sometimes that have been set up to kind of show it off properly. Um, but if it's just, you know, sitting there on a normal shelf, it, it might be tricky for people without getting a really clear picture of it.
1: Um, yeah, you know, I, am probably not the best person to speak to, to retail strategy, especially how that might come to life in, in Australia specifically in, in general though, I mean, you know, one of the things that we are looking at with Rome is, you know, like I said earlier, it allows us to target a new customer and with a new customer comes, you know, new types of retail channels and retail experiences where, uh, where we have the opportunity to showcase some of those features that, that we're talking about. So, we are looking at new retail partners, new retail channels, um, and new ways of, of, of showing Rome and getting it out there. The other thing, of course, that we're doing is always enhancing our own experience on sonos.com. And when you go there, you see the Rome, how rich the Rome page is, and, and everything that customers will be able to learn about. Um, you know, we're very happy with how we're uh, presenting Rome in that, uh, in that space.
2: Yeah. Look, and that, that is a, it's a good point. Actually, your your website is a lot better than most when it comes to trying to show off what these things can actually do. Um, what, what for you is your favorite trick of, you know, of the Rome? What, what are the kind of the cool new things that it can do that nothing else has been able to do so far?
1: I mean, so I think for me, it's kind it sounds kind of boring when you say it, I shouldn't say that. Right. (laughs) Okay. Um, whatever. So it does sound kind of boring when you say it, but, uh, the, for me, the coolest part is, is how we've managed to make Wi-Fi and Bluetooth coexist. So when you get a Roam, you know you set it up on your Sonos system like like another like a, like other Sonos speakers. Uh, and, but at the same time, you can pair it to your phone over Bluetooth. And then when it's at home on your Sonos system, it works like a Sonos speaker. Uh, at any point in time, you can start transmitting Bluetooth audio to it. So both are always, Wi-Fi and Bluetooth are always active and then when you leave home you just grab the speaker grab your phone or any smart device and and you go and i think like that the seamless nature of that transition it makes it makes it so inviting to take it with you but then also to bring it back home um you know i keep telling this story because it really kind of like hit home for me how how useful this product is going to be and how much i'm going to use it is uh last saturday uh my family and i we went on a picnic and, uh, you know, we had to take a move with us because I couldn't take, couldn't take a wrong because it was not. <laughs> yep. um, and it was, you know, I mean move is awesome in and around the home, but in that kind of like more public shared space, like a park, it's, it was a bit much. It's very like sounds very powerful. Um, you really see the usefulness of having something a bit more compact, a bit more lightweight um, that is right size for that. Type of use case in that situation so i don't know like that just like the seamlessness of that it's at home it's part of your sonos system and then immediately you can just grab it and go um and and it's a bluetooth speaker uh it's 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 a, it's it's really cool how the team was able to kind of make that very seamless which is something complicated and you don't see other speaker manufacturers try.
2: And look, I'm you know, I wanna call out the triangle design as well here because I've you know, I've seen round Bluetooth speakers a lot and um and square ones and different things, but the fact that, you know, this has that vibe of well, you throw it on the ground and it Is kind of just going to sit at the right angle. I mean, I mean, I don't. It looked like the person threw it perfectly in the, uh, you know, in the video. I don't know. Does it does it automatically try to land the right way up? You know, is it weighted carefully to do that? But it's.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's. I actually don't know the answer to that. I don't think. (laughs) I don't think it is. But but when you get your hands on it and you feel how tactile it is and how simple it is to just kind of lay it in that orientation and. The clever thing about it is it is kind of like a mini mounting system in a way because it just kind of angles the sound at that perfect upward degree. So when you plop it on a table, it kind of like is, is usually it's going to be below listening height, right? But then because of the angle of the, of the, of the, of the triangle design, it sort of shoots the sound up at just like that perfect degree to where you get a great, uh, a great wide even soundstage. Yeah.
2: Now, if you do get two, did they stereo pair on Bluetooth or anything like that out of the box?
1: They will stereo pair on Wi-Fi, like Move does. Yep. Uh, uh, today, they
2: do not stereo pair on Bluetooth, so it's a, yep. it's a standalone Bluetooth speaker. Cool. Um, I mean, that's still the main things. I'm I'm also just curious about sort of looking back a little bit at things like, you know, how have things like the, you know, the I guess the IKEA partnership and having a couple of those kind of cool products in a, another sort of environment out there, how has that been for that wider sense of the, you know, the adoption and growth of, of Sonos by people finding it out of that kind of environment, you know, and this being now another environment people might find it in?
1: Yeah, the IKEA partnership has been awesome. Um, uh, You know, it's... It's brought a totally new group of customers to Sonos, um, and they brought a whole um, new way of looking at speakers and home design to, to us that that you know that we haven't really considered before. You know we you know we are um, you know we're good at a lot of things, uh, and I'll tell you about all of them. But one thing we would we never would have thought of putting a speaker in a lamp. Like we just wouldn't have thought of that on our own. Um, but it's such a great idea um when you when you see it actualized um so no it's it's been it's been really good it's brought a whole new a whole new not just group of customers but a whole new type of customer um to sonos so so we, we're very happy working with them and, and now and in the future
2: yeah awesome and then yeah the music service side of stuff is that all been uh, you know uh, yeah sonos kind of launching its own music service yeah. um alongside sort of having all the other stuff that's integrated well-adopted by users out there or, you know, is there any sort of feedback or evolutions on the way on that front?
1: Sonos Radio has been really successful um, for us. It's it's kind of exceeded our expectations. It's quickly become one of the most used uh, services on the platform. And it was a natural place for us to add some innovation because, uh, because you know, radio is one of the most um, one most listened to uh, content types on Sonos. It has been for years and years and years. And it was a place that historically, you know, speaking frankly, like we had underserved. And so Sonos Radio was a way for us to, to enhance that, uh, uh, that experience. So, it, you know, we don't really see it as, as competitive with, um, with, with other content sur- services on the platform. Um you know it's not it's not an all uh it's not an all access music service like a spotify or a, you know amazon et cetera it's really a place for us to one provide you know an enhanced radio global terrestrial radio experience which is something that our customers are using a lot of and then also along with that it gives us the opportunity to add some of our own um Touch, taste and flavor to curation and original content and other things that that we feel we can provide as a brand. And a funny little data fact, two of the most popular stations on Sonos Radio are um, called Sunset Fuzz and Cruise Control. Both of those stations are not real genres. They're stations we made up (laughs) because we just thought those were like cool little music, like, like mixtures. And we just, and, you know, our content team just made up
2: those stations, and they're and they're and they became the two most popular stations on the platform. Thanks again to Ryan Richards, director of global product marketing at Sonos. We'll be reviewing the Sonos Rome very soon on ByteSide, so keep your eyes open for that one. And of course, we'll be back with more Jetpacks really soon. Jetpacks are overrated as part of the Bite Side Podcast Network. If you like this show, make sure and subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell everyone you've ever met. And we'll catch you again real soon.